so moving on to our next category here, we're going to start lumping a couple together because we know we're running long. So horror, thriller, I think we can quickly go through this. There are three big ones that yeah. are coming out next year. Meg 2, Evil Dead Rises, or Evil Dead Rise, and Saw X. So the 10th installment of the Saw franchise, the last one being the one that starred Chris Rock, which was the most <laughs> bizarre spinoff in the history of time. What was it called? Spiral? Uh, I don't even I remember, called Spiral. to be honest with you. I, I got, stopped caring about those movies a long time ago. It got absolutely panned. And I would say that like the Saw franchise actually saw a resurgence at one point. Right. And then it fell off a cliff. So the real question is, does it get drafted at all? I, I, have, I have no intention of drafting this movie. I will say this much. My own sister, Caroline, said she would not draft this one. So that's how you know nobody that is when it is a movie. bad movie. I mean, that's we, how you we know. have a lot of a lot of data to go on. There's nine other movies that were all rotten. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who's going to be sitting there on draft and be like, you know what? This is the one. I think they've done it. The only person who would take it would be Rossi, and he would take it as a joke. Yeah. All right. So we're going to skip past that. Evil Dead Rise. The last Evil Dead movie, which I think it was the last one, mm-hmm. was the reboot of the original, starring friend of the show. Lou, Lou Taylor, Taylor Pucci. And I would say that Evil Dead Rise has potential to be great if it is falling on the heels of that reboot because the reboot is phenomenal. Yeah, and I I don't... I have, I have much less faith in this movie than I did in uh, the last one because this one, I can't, I can't tell if there's any connection to the last one. It might just be like a standalone, which is not necessarily cause for, for concern. Agreed. Um, but I'm more concerned about the reboot, the 2013 one that Lou was in, uh, Fed Alvarez directed it. Um, this one is directed by a guy I honestly have never heard of before and his credentials don't. What's his name? Lee Cronin. I don't know that name. Yeah. Um, his credentials as director, 50 States of Fright, The Hole in the Ground, Minutes Pat, Ghost Train, um, this was a short, The Master Blake. This seems to be like his first feature film, honestly. Things I've never heard of. Um, not to say that that's not a good thing yeah. sometimes, right? That could be a good thing. But there's not, there's not enough in this, there's not enough about this movie right now that has me excited for it. If there were a trailer available, maybe, but... When's it, when does it come out, does it say? Uh, it is slated for release in... Hang on. Da, 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 da. Slated for release in April. It says the movie is completed. No trailer. That's not I a don't great know. sign. Yeah. I could see this as a late round pick going to someone. I don't know who that person would be. Yeah. If, if it if goes it was, before the eighth round, it's a colossal mistake. No, Even 100%. if it's good, it's a colossal mistake. If this is still round. available in the 10th round... Um, and there's like nothing else that I've ever even remotely heard of available in 10th round. I would take this because I w- it's got. You would know, you take this over something like Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? 100% no. I would absolutely right. take Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I would take Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, which is a joke pick, by right. the way. You know it's not going to score well, but you're taking it just for the shits and giggles right. of it. The Exorcist reboot, which I'm, I'm calling it right now, does not come out in no. 2023. No. Exorcist reboot, I think it's pushed out way beyond 2023. Yeah. And then the old uh, Meg 2, I mean, there's one person who's going to take it. Yeah. And that's me. Yeah. Because I loved Meg 1. Wait, Dunn, are you taking Meg 2? No. Are you really going to take it, though? How many picks are you wasting? All of them. If if you think Meg 2 is a waste of a pick, then yes, all of my picks are a waste. (laughs) Because Meg 2 is going to be the movie of 
the year. I would bet you anything it's rotten. <laughs> that critics don't know good. Yeah, critics that was a weird people. sentence. <laughs> critics don't know good. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing that I just wanted to call out here was that I put, there's a movie coming out called Teen Wolf, the movie. So that means if you're following the bouncing ball on yeah. this one, oh, God, that is Teen hurts. Wolf, the movie based on the show. Which is based, that's on, the based on the movie. That's based on the movie. It's so bad. I just, it's. <sighs> I'm excited to watch that train wreck. <laughs> Let's move on to kids, family, animation. Because we know that Andrea is going to dominate horror anyway. She probably has 50 movies yep. in the horror category that are going to be 100%. Yep. So kids, family, animation, this is traditionally the most popular category to draft in the first round. Right. I think a Disney, Pixar, is not trustworthy anymore. Buzz Lightyear, or Lightyear, bombed. Yep. Uh, Strange World, bombed. The Turning Red movie, even though that was straight to Disney+, Plus, it did have a limited release, and it bombed. So Disney, Pixar is not a lock. Elementals, the next Disney Pixar film. Where do you have it, guys? I don't know enough about this movie, to be honest with you. It's like the Pokemon elements, but they're now like characters on their own. There was a trailer that was dropped. So there's like a woman who's made of fire, and she's talking to a dude who's made of plants. There's a guy who's made of water. And what I would imagine is that it's a romance story between a flame and a water drop that are falling in love, but they can't be together because Romeo and Juliet, but also because water would extinguish the flame. That's my prediction. I think it is a very preachy-sounding children's film, which Disney learned their lesson in 2022, that preachy films are not the ones that parents take their kids to, thus why their two films in 2022 bombed. And I think Elementals looks underwhelming. Yeah, I don't... And the aesthetic of it looks too much like... um, The one with the people inside the brain. Thank you. What was that called? Inside Out. Thank you. The aesthetic, it reminds me of that a lot. And Inside Out was a good movie, mm-hmm. but this, to me, feels like we're running out of ideas a little bit. Yeah. Um, it feels like they took something from Pokemon. Yeah. That's what it feels like. My son is really into Pokemon. Yeah, there's, there's not there's not enough here to make me care um, about this. Yeah, I think they're targeting the kids that are into Pokemon. Yeah, I don't think this is... So, but where do you think it goes? Because do you think it gets out of the first round is no. the question. I think it, somebody's going to draft the Disney movie for the same reason you should always draft a Disney movie. They're going to score well, right? Like yeah. that nobody saw Red or liked Red, like the Turning Red. You mean? Yeah, the critics still liked it. If I'm not mistaken, that was like a ninety-five. I actually, I, think. I yeah. actually kind of liked it. I didn't see it, it but was, I, it was unconventional. But I, I liked we were just it. saying the twenty twenty-two right. movies got pooped on. They did. This one got like a ninety-five. I think this movie goes in the second round for somebody that is is you know less. Because there's still enough of an argument to be made. The track record is there enough to have faith in Disney Pixar movies. But me particularly, I've lost a little bit of that faith. So yeah, for Turning me, Red was a 95. Like Yeah. Turning Red did well. Yeah. 78% of the people liked it. But for, I, I for me, I think this, this goes in the second round. But I don't pick so it. So I honestly had this before, before this conversation. I had this as going to you, Magnifico, in the first round. Oh, because my light year bit last year. I mean, well, historically, yep. I've historically I've almost always drafted, with the exception of Doolittle. I've almost always drafted a Pixar movie it's, if it's available in the first round. That usually pans out well for me. But I don't know. I think I think I'm a little butt hurt by Lightyear. Um, I had this as a competition that if you and Tucker were both out of the top three yeah. in the draft order, that the two of you would race to see who could get this first. Yeah, because you two are the two that originally developed the theory of right. Pixar films are a first round pick. After after Lightyear, because Lightyear I thought had the the highest ceiling potential because it was right. an established, you know, 
property yep. within the Pixar world, and it was telling a story that was unique to what Pixar did. You know, a little bit more adult seeming in the story, a little bit more like high stakes, but still very much in the vein of what Pixar does well. And the fact that it didn't really do well as far as first round picks are concerned, it wasn't like a rotten movie, right? But it, as far it as right. it was like a seventy something though, so yeah, it wasn't exactly. like yay. It was exactly. like oh, it was my tenth round pick. Right. Exactly, like, as that far was as a tenth round pick when you're trying, not drafting right. Meg two. Part. As far as first round picks, <laughs> Meg two is going to be great. Yeah, I was a little too burned by that one, so I'm shying away from this one. In Interesting. The first round, if it's still available in the third round, and none of the other stuff I've talked about is there's no way it gets past the second no. round. Yeah. I, I have this is Tucker taking round. it. Tucker takes it in the first round if it's bottom of first. And Tucker's picking. I think he guaranteed takes well, then, the second round. I'm just going to start a smear campaign in the chat against this movie. And for the next few would take, yeah, yeah, do it. <laughs> I'm going to start mean, a smear campaign. For, for Pixar, is there anything that they've put out that has been under 90 except for Lightyear? Oh, yeah, a bunch. Plenty of stuff. Really? Yeah, Wreck-It but, but Ralph nothing 2 under, nothing under, under 80, 90. though. It's very rare okay. they dip below 80. Cars 3 was like a 51 or something. Fair. And yeah. then they made Planes, which was like... <laughs> Zero yeah. percent. Okay, so they're so not they, automatic. I thought they no, were automatic. No, but no, but they were going the the Toy it's Story rare. four era. They were a lock. I had the worst two Pixar movies drafted, which was um, Onward was one, which I told you that was going to suck. Yeah, but even then it was like an eighty eight. Yeah, it's not like it was terrible. So I'm thinking of like Soul and. I know Turning Red Sold just did well. well. Sold it well, yeah. Toy Story is always a 90-something. I yeah. just thought Pixar was a lock, so yeah, they, 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 they usually are, but... Up until last year? Yeah, last year has me... Or this me, year? Yeah, 2022. this year. 2022 just has me a little concerned is all. And then moving on from there, the next live-action Disney movie is The Little Mermaid that's coming out. Pinocchio was a shit show yeah. with Tom Hanks playing Geppetto. yeah. And it looked incredible in the trailers, and that movie is downright unwatchable. Yeah. So The Little Mermaid, which now, again, Disney's battling this perception that they are a woke propaganda machine. So Little Mermaid's coming out, and they have a black actress playing Ariel. And that alone triggered however many uber-conservative people. I mean, all you have to do is look at the fact that anytime Disney has tried to revisit an old animated classic outside and make of the it into jungle li- book right and make it into live action yep it has not been and it wasn't good. even a director thing because john favreau did yeah. the jungle book and it was phenomenal phenomenal and then he did the lion king yeah. and it sucked it terrible so it's like i think little mermaid i i would not be surprised if it goes completely undrafted yeah i have elementals as a first little mermaid is undrafted Somebody will draft it. That can't Little Mermaid? be undrafted. I think someone's going to draft Little Mermaid. It would have to be one of the. It would have to be one of the gag people. It'd have to be Caroline, John, or Verdi. Who would take Little Mermaid? I don't. Can't, I can't imagine. I think Caroline would take it in earnest. Seriously, like, I don't think yeah, it'd she'd be, probably take it in earnest in like the third round. Like, I don't think yes. it'll be one of the Tuckers, but I don't think something that's coming out from Disney is just going to get like. It's not like we're all fighting. No, Tucker got burned on a live action. Yeah, no, didn't I agree. He? This this movie definitely gets it's drafted. It's definitely getting drafted. There's no yeah. way it's undrafted. But it, it is I think not. It's gonna, I think it's we didn't get draft Sonic Two, and that movie scored really well, and nobody took it this nobody year. Nobody took Sonic Two. No, we call it the Sonic Two line. We're evaluating every movie from You're 2022 right. against nobody Sonic took, Two. Nobody took Sonic Two. You're right. I should have taken. So Sonic it's like too. Little Mermaid feels like a movie. I was all artsy fartsy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, done the artsy fartsy movies that critics like. Go, <laughs> hey, go I, got second, I got second place with movies critic yeah. liked. Go Google. What the fuck is Loudmouth Magnifico? How the fuck should I know? You're the guy who watches cartoons as an adult. 
This what is, is loudmouth? Okay, hang on. Let me look. I don't know. I've, I've literally. It until, looks like all that Bob's Burgers. Until you just said it. Bullshit. I, I had no idea. Let's see. Bojack, the horse, and Ace Ventura. No, what's his name? Wait, are you sure it's called? The only thing I'm getting for loudmouth is a yeah. movie about Al Sharpton. <gasps> That's it. Oh my God. Did I just assume that that was an animated movie? <laughs> I mean, isn't there a cartoon called Loudmouth? No, Big Mouth. You're thinking of? Oh fuck! Yeah, is the, wait, are they making a Big Mouth movie or is it called actually called Loudmouth? No, Loud it's Mouth? called Loudmouth, and okay. it's about Al Sharpton. Yeah, but I assumed it was a cartoon. <laughs> so, so the thing that's even the thing that's doubly funny about your assumption is that Big Mouth is a cartoon, but it is not for kids. It's a raunchy like. Sex cartoon. Neither is Al Sharpton. Dude, I mean, it's about the cartoon Big Mouth is about this guy that has like his his I forget exactly how to like how to describe it. It's like his his sex drive is like a personification of like a weird spirit animal thing. It's all these like weird little I'm never gonna be that, able dude. to think about that now without thinking about <laughs> Al Sharpton. That is that is genuinely hilarious. So we're just gonna skip over that we're one and pretend like that. I didn't just Assume that Loudmouth was a cartoon. Yeah, because La- Loudmouth is a documentary about Al Sharpton, which I would not draft. <laughs> Scrambling documentaries. <laughs> not draft. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry, Al. All right, so then the last animated movie, the Mario movie, I will tell you this right now. If this is, if I am bottom half of the first round and it's there, I'm taking it. In the first round? Oh, wow. First round. And you can mark my words on this. Ooh. I mean, first of all, it's going to be there. So this is not a yeah, it's, it's absolutely Nobody else there. is taking this in the first... Who else is going to take this in the first round? Uh, did you see the most recent trailer? Yeah, but who's going to take you it? You saw the-, the most recent one where he's fighting Donkey Kong? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't see that one yet. What yeah, about, no. did you see the one where Toad is giving him a tour through the village? Yeah, I've seen all the trailers. Okay, it, the it, most recent it teaser... It looks good, don't get me wrong. ...shows Toad showing Mario through there, and then he goes, he's like, oh, what's this? And he goes, oh, it's just an antique shop. And then there's a toad there, and he goes, what am I supposed to do this? He goes, I don't know, I think you blow on it first. And he has an old Nintendo cartridge, and he goes, and he puts it in the thing, and that's the antique shop. Yeah. It is adorable. No, I agree. I don't think it's first round adorable, My though. My son and I are going opening night to this. Yeah. I am more excited for this movie than I have been for any animated feature. I would take Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse first, then right after that. Yeah. Honestly. Oppenheimer, Mario. Well, I mean, oh. listen, if that's your draft strategy, you're you're probably going to be able to take Mario very I early on. I don't want to miss out on that one because I do think that not only is this going to be great, I think it's going to be in the 90s. I think it's going to be better than Sonic was, and Sonic was in the low 80s, yeah. the original Sonic. A lot of people are excited for it. The only backlash that has been associated with this is Chris Pratt's voice for Mario, but I think they're showing us in the trailers why right. it is effective, and it's starting to work. I'm... So I'm going to put it right now. It's a first round pick because if I don't take it, I think that anybody else would be stupid not to take it at the bottom of the first round. I mean, you heard it here first, people. <laughs> I We're all boarding the crazy train. Yeah, like, Where did you guys have it? Bottom I, I, half, top half? I, I, I Top half for sure. I had it like okay. fourth round maybe, like, you know. Done on your draft board at all? No, I thought this was a Malazzo Got High movie. <laughs> Shit. No, now I got to reconsider everything. Done. That's a good call. I, I thought Malazzo got high and drafted. Do, 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 do. And I thought he would make the sound effects as he drafted it. No, because this is the kind of movie, if, if Malazzo was high enough early on, he'd be like, fuck it, Mario, yeah. And then he wouldn't make the sound. But do, also, do, do, I do, wanted do. to come onto this podcast and say that I love Mario this much because Magnifico's strategy with, um, uh, what's the Nick Cage one? 
Oh, uh, the unbearable weight unbearable of massive, massive talent. But Scorsese Magnif said, if anybody takes this movie, I'm going to punch you in the testicles. <laughs> and he got it, but you got it in like the fifth round. Yeah. Because nobody, nobody wanted to take it nobody from wanted you. Nobody wanted to take it. So I'm thinking I'm going to do the same and thing And it finished with an 87. My, just re- real quick moment to pat myself on the back. My favorite part of this movie it was not that it scored high. Which but that, movie? Like, unbearable Unbearable weight, yeah. Okay, was yeah, that? Go ahead. Two years before this movie came out, we were having a conversation in Slack about Nicolas Cage. And I said, as a joke, I was like, the only thing left for Nicolas Cage to do is make a movie where he plays himself about himself. And sure enough. <laughs> Next time they make a uh, free trial of the Slack premium where I can go back and look at all these old things. Because yeah. there's so many great nuggets like that in that yeah. Slack. You calling the fact that Nicolas Cage is going to play himself in a movie. And then me announcing... That Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman <laughs> almost a full year before, <laughs> before he yes. became Batman. So good. Was phenomenal. So good. Phenomenal <laughs> predictions. All right. So let's move on. Are there any good movies, Rotten Tomato-wise, from video games? Is that even a so thing? So that's the big thing. Is that thing? even a thing? Sonic was like the first one to really break that, that it's like glass It's like a 69, ceiling. isn't it? At the time, it was like an 82, and it has since declined. Oh, so you would have scored it as an 82. Right. Because right now, it's like a 68. I think I just looked that up. Yeah, right. it's 69. Which, Number by the new, way, it's yeah. it's harshly underrated. That movie is adorable. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying as far as being enjoyed and right, respected but, by the critics, which but the is critics kind of the point of the winning the same thing with the superhero movies, right? Where it was like, it took Iron Man to kind of break that a little bit, to be like, hey, this can be a good vehicle for acting. And then it was like more good movies started coming from it. And I think that the next thing that we're going to see with video games is like, you know, we we had our stumbles with Tomb Raider and with Assassin's Creed and whatever else. There are so many good movies out there, but the Last of Us television show that's coming out next year looks really good. I think it's going to be the, 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 because The Witcher already kind of broke a lot of stuff positively where The Witcher was really well received. But now I think The Last of Us is really going to bring that drama element we have a lot of video games. I think Dead Space would be a fucking yeah. sick movie. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's go into the big one now. We saved the best for last. The superhero Here movies. we go, baby. All right, so what we're going to be talking about, Craven, Guardians 3, Blue, Be- Blue Beetle, Shazam 2, Flashpoint, Aquaman, Quantum Manium, Secret Invasion, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, and The Marvels. All of right. that list of movies, what is what stands out to you as the best among the superhero movies? Spider-Man. Spider-Man it's the only one I draft. Yes, it's the only one I draft. Where would you draft it in the first round? Would you draft it first overall, or would you take Oppenheimer? Probably take Oppenheimer. I would take Spider-Man <sighs> first overall. Yeah, I would one hundred percent. This is not even a this is not even a hiccup for me. Yeah, I definitely but, I would definitely comfortably say top three. But yeah, but I mean, but I mean that's that's a no brainer. Fair enough. I want to go back to talking about Guardians and Quantumania. Yes, because Guardian, like I said, Guardians, I feel like. That movie is going to be like bodies are going to drop in that movie. It feels like a like, crescendo. Like the movie is going to end with like guardian of the galaxy because everybody else is going to be dead. I'm good. Um, well, kind of has to. Like they're kind of left over from the first group of guys. They they're all retired. Or Disney dead. wants to like, get rid of Chris Pratt. We know right. that. Right. So I, I think it's safe to say that Star Lord dies. Well, and they just turn them into cartoon characters in Thor Four. So the, the, they don't. They're not even necessary. Yeah, anymore. They really do. They're, I they're think, left over from the Avengers movies. And I think Star Lord, Rocket, and Drax all die. Jesus! If they kill Drax, I think that would kill be Drax. James Gunn saying "fuck you" to uh, Batista. I think they're going to kill Drax. No way. I think they're going to kill Drax. I see Drax spinoff work. 
That's the only thing I mean, Batista's ever done that's good, and I know that <laughs> former members of this show would disagree. But to quit or he quit, and then he came back. There was some yeah, kind because of they fired thing. James Gunn, so he was like, "I'm right. fucking out." Yeah, he's like, "I'm done." Yeah, he's like, "This is the best character I've ever played." If yeah. James Gunn is fired, then I'm out. And then yeah. they brought James Gunn back, and he's like, "I'm back." Now, if James Gunn concludes by killing off Drax, I mean, that's a what does f- Batista do from here? That's a fair point. He's in the new. I haven't seen it yet, but he's in Glass Onion. Yeah. He's getting good work. And he's always going to play the meathead role. Yeah, he's always getting that good work. But he is genuinely hilarious as Drax. He is. He very much is. He is, I would, hot take, he is funnier than Star-Lord or Rocket in the previous movies. Drax's deadpan delivery is so funny. I'll give you Star-Lord, but I don't know about Rocket. It's it's tough to compete with Bradley Cooper's comedic timing as a a fucking talking raccoon with giant guns. It is totally different. It's tough. But but I I definitely agree that he's he's funnier than Chris Pratt for sure. Because Chris Pratt is just goofy funny, right? Right. But Bradley Cooper as Rocket is just... Beautiful. I could watch a whole series of just Rocket talking. Like I, mean, I, I would, I would watch like a spinoff. Like, like, like how they just did the holiday special. Yeah, I would watch a spinoff where like Rocket starts his own like galactic spanning podcast where like he has different guests on. You know, like how fucking funny would that be? <laughs> my host to, or my my guest today is Astro the Space Dog. Right, like, exactly. Yeah, or like Howard the Duck. Right, like Rocket oh and Howard God. the Duck. Like. Which real you just quick, tapped into gold right, right there. Which, real quick aside, the only thing I disliked about the Guardians holiday special was that there was no Howard the Duck appearance because they, they made that out. They made such a point of yeah. showing all these other characters from nowhere, like Cosmo, right? Yeah. I was like, Where the, come on, give me fucking Howard the Duck. Like, God fucking damn it. But it, but it is kind of best left, in my opinion. It's just that stinger at the end. It was, was so, so good. Gold. Just in the glass smoke and the... Um, so Ant-Man is the other one I want to talk about because... The Ant-Man movies, I think, are very underrated in the overall sphere of Marvel 100%. Lore. And I think with uh, with Jonathan Master... Wait, is that his name? No. The Who's director? The- no, 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 no. The the guy playing uh, Kang. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Jonathan yeah, Masters, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. His performance in the one couple of scenes that he was in as... Kang, or technically as Immortus, right at the end of Loki, was commanded just the screen. Commanded, and he's one going of the to best be scenes of television of the whole year, easily. So him as the what appears to be the main villain in this movie, this rockets this movie. See, up. I don't see him as playing all that big of a role. I think this is going to be like Thanos in the preceding movies where you'd see him for glimpses. And that's what I'm worried about because we all know that Marvel loves to fuck around with their trailers and make it seem like it's going to be one thing and then goes the other way in the actual movie. So I completely agree with you. There's a strong possibility that Kang has like 10 minutes of screen time in the entire movie. But if I'm wrong and he is the main villain with lots of scene-chewing opportunities, this has the potential to be in the 90s, I think. It, of course it does. And I'm going to love this movie regardless. This feels like a Parker movie through and through. Me too. Yeah. Um, same with like Multiverse of Madness. Like I love that movie. But is it too much for critics to grasp is the real question. Right. And I think that critics, just like Multiverse of Madness, right. are going to go, this is unobtainable. They're not going to get it, yeah. I can't grasp hold of what's happening. It's a negative review. Secret Invasion is a TV series, by the way. It's not a movie. Oh, it came up on their Disney movie list, so. Let me double Let me double check. No, um, don't, don't double check. I believe you. I'm just saying <laughs> that, like, I didn't put a lot of research into the seed list. Right. I do research in independent films. Yeah, it's a TV series. Um, so, Quantumanium... I had that 
as a fifth round pick at the highest for yep. me. I don't think that there's a superhero movie you could convince me, aside from Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, I don't think you could convince me to take any of these movies before the fifth round. Absolutely not. Quantumanium being the highest at fifth round. Guardians 3 being below that, which I would probably put at sixth or seventh round. I'd feel really good about it in the seventh round. Then Flashpoint, not drafting. Shazam, sixth round. Craven, not drafting. Blue Beetle, I I was asking you before we even started. I have no yeah. idea what the fuck that movie is. Yeah, there's there there's Blue Beetle is a he's he's always been, he's a good supporting character in in the comics. I love seeing him on super teams and stuff like that. I have absolutely no interest in him carrying an entire fucking movie. It's like saying that they're going to make a movie about Squirrel Girl. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then the last one would just be the Marvels, which the rumor being that the Stinger is going to include Hulkling. Which would be so stupid. Unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Hulkling being the gay Hulk. Right. Which I Who I is get... in a relationship with Wanda's son? Yes. Well, uh, uh, the what Wiccan? Qu- uh, no, no. Yes, Wiccan. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, was, Wiccan. it wasn't the speech. Wiccan. It was Wiccan. Yes. I just um, blended them together. I said yeah, Quicken. I do think yeah. it would be hysterical if this is the first time that I'm like zero superhero movies for me and if you drafted them from like Spider-Man on down I don't see how you would take a yeah. superhero movie this year so the I don't only, see what is good in this list the only movie that well it's like Ant-Man and the Guardians I could see them going as top third like one two or three in, well, in where the first, they get drafted round. is different than where they should be drafted uh, right I agree with you. I wouldn't draft any of those movies in the first three rounds because I think their floor is like, this isn't a movie. 40% yeah. floor. Yeah. Like, I could see any one yeah. of those movies being rotten. It wouldn't super shock me if, you know, this is the, the Ant-Man movies, the first movie in phase five. It wouldn't super shock me if that was a 95. Oh, and they is actually, that for real? Is it really the first yeah, movie we're on, in phase We're on five? phase five now. What the right. fuck was phase four? The, the train wreck we just phase four <laughs> just ended. Yeah, with everything Black was Panther. the conclusion. Black Panther. Well, it wasn't a. It wasn't a. It, it was phase four, but phase it wasn't four was like just a, a bunch complete, of unconnected content. Yeah, it was just a bunch of world building. Yeah, they, but and, they don't have anything to do. Do not do not get me started. Here's the only thing I will say about the rest of the superhero movies. This time last year, before. Ezra Miller started kidnapping children and just punching random people in the face for for fun. I would have had Flash on my draft board because is that even coming out? Well, well that's a whole other story. They might just take the right out. I mean, in, yeah. In, Except in the, they need to connect now. The gun has taken over the DCEU, right? They need to connect somehow because he's not getting rid of Margot Robbie as his. See, I don't think Harley they. Quinn. I don't think they need to connect it. I, I think. I think it. they're going to do pretend like it's a thing. Well, I think they're going to do there. because Flashpoint is the the story of this movie, right? I think they're going to do what I have been saying they are going to do for the last six years, and that's use Flashpoint as an opportunity to reboot the entire universe. And that seems like exactly except, what Gunn is trying except to do. You cannot say that Harley Quinn, who lives in a universe with her own Joker. Right. Who turned her into Harley Quinn? They put a Joker in the Batman. Right. All right. So I kind of think you can a little bit. No, you can't. You can't. That ruins her whole story. No, they could just reboot the it and pretend like they, it didn't the happen. The only thing they can bank on is that yeah. Flashpoint says somehow we're going to take Harley Quinn out of this universe. We're going to put her into this one. Which is what I no, think they're going to do. They, I, I think, think that's exactly just, what they're going to do. I think they could just leave her as a character and do nothing. I mean, Ryan Reynolds did it with Deadpool. It's not like it's total nonsense. It's, Deadpool yeah. is a nonsense character. 
That's his drive. Is he's nonsense? Oh, I'm he's sorry, Margaret Robbie's going to be up for the uh, Oscar for Birds of Prey. Like, yeah, it's a nonsense character. But, but here's what I was here's what I was getting at with Flashpoint. Right, the right. reason why I would have considered drafting it um, before all of this nonsense that happened with both Ezra Miller and the, and the cancellation of the back movie and all this is one reason and one reason alone: Michael Keaton. Because right. Michael Keaton is playing Batman, his Batman in this movie, and Michael Keaton is. He is. He has made. He has got a good resume the last decade. 100%. He, like a phenomenal acting resume, and I believe that Michael Keaton is. The, he's, he's at the point in his career where he's not going to take up the mantle of Batman again just for shits and giggles. So that means that said to me that at some point somebody gave him a script for this Flash movie, and he was like, "Wow." This is actually good. This is worth me taking up the bat mantle again. And even the trailer that happened, it's almost a year and a half ago at this point, again, before Ezra Miller went off the deep end, right? The trailer, like, looked legitimately good. I was legitimately excited about this movie. before you even say that you would have watched it or drafted it, do you even think it comes out? See, it's 50-50, honestly, right now. It's 50-50. I think, I think, not even... Because Ezra Miller is toxic right now. I think even even before Ezra Miller Miller being toxic, they might have just thrown it out there knowing they were going to reboot anyways well, but right now that with, was the whole point is that was the, supposed to be a reset point yeah with everything that the studio's been doing just not even with the superhero movies just across the board is cost cutting this thing would be like yeah. a gazillion dollar write down 100 like it's probably more beneficial for them instead i'd rather just like i'm just thinking if i was running the studio and i have gun locked up and we're going to pretend like all these movies didn't happen anyway yeah I would just take the billion dollar tax write off. No, I'm, I'm telling you right now. It probably I, will happen. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now because I said this. I, I the reason why I, th- I think it's fifty fifty, and I'm leaning more on the side that it doesn't come out. And the reason being is I was screaming about this in the chat when the Batgirl movie got canned. Right. Right. Like that movie had Michael Keaton in it again. He was right. a major part of that movie. The Batgirl movie was intended to directly tie in to this Flash movie. That movie was full speed ahead until Ezra Miller went batshit crazy. No pun intended. And then all of a sudden. That movie Great is pun. just straight canned, and not even like direct to streaming. Not even like like never like, the the files were deleted, like never to right. see the light of day ever again. Well, Ezra, it had to be for them to get the write off. Well, exactly true. Yes, but but I believe that Ezra Miller and his behavior was the catalyst for that because as a major movie studio, you take a you take a big gamble putting somebody that has literally been accused of kidnapping and sexually assaulting children to. The, the head hero. Like, it wasn't like he was playing a villain. He was right. playing the hero. You know, like, I mean, come on. <laughs> right. And it's, it's most likely to get canned. Yeah. I would, however, if I felt really confident with the top half of my draft board and this thing's sitting there in the 10th round and it has I would a take chance it. of coming out. In the 10th out, round, I would take it. I might just take it because it's like, you know high what? High risk, high reward. If it does reset the DCEU and allows Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn to join up with Robert Pattinson's Batman, you've got something. And then if right. they can tie in Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, you've got legitimately a hit. Because it's already been well-publicized. They're doing a lot of reshoots for this movie. They are. So imagine if one of those reshoots, it's like, yeah, all of a sudden, the, you have that that Joker, and then Robert Pattinson's Batman is just there, and you're just like, exactly. blah! Like, you exactly. Know. They did the same thing with Spider-Man uh, in No Way Home. Where it was like we are going to go back and we're going to retcon a lot of stuff. And I'm we're sorry. Gonna do it. I'm sorry. On this podcast, we refer to it as Spider-Man: No Way Home, the greatest movie ever made. It is <laughs> the best. <laughs> but like, that's the thing is that's what DC needs. Yeah, that's why they brought James Gunn in. 
if he gets his hands on this, I think there's potential gold there. Yep. Yeah, whether or not it comes out this year. I do another movie just to bring Margot Robbie in his... No, and make, make, have it happen. It could be an after credit scene. Boom, she yeah, walks through a fucking Doctor Strange yeah. portal. Bam, oh shit, I'm in the, I'm in the fucking universe. Oh shit, I'm here now? What's up, guys? Like, and, and the, but, the, but comic book fans would accept that. They wouldn't even question it. Everybody would accept it because it's Margot Robbie and everybody thinks she's hot. Well, so. Also, if the movies were good, I think it would help... Get well, of course, or accepted. Yeah. Like if she just showed up in Batman's universe and we're still cranking out Fair 90 enough. type Fair enough. content. Yep. yep, exactly. All right, Matt. Thank you, my man. This was so much fun. <laughs> this was fun. We're going to do it again probably in a couple weeks. Yep. Post draft yep. review. That's right. So we're going to compare these predictions. It's going to be great. Against what actually happens it's gonna in be the great. draft. And then we'll go a little bit deeper into some of the movies that we really think are going to yep. be. And thank you figures. to uh, the studio here. How do, is it, how do we say the studio? We so just, it's just Maniunk Studios, but okay. it's abbreviated as M-N-Y-K, Maniunk. Got it, okay. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to like be... Yeah, no, thank you guys for uh, for doing this. This was fucking awesome. I was glad that I got. I took the road trip this time. It was great. Uh, done. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having this me. This was awesome. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in a few weeks, right? Stay tuned. Tune true reviewers. Nice.